The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terry. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger of Inside the OAA, blogger of the Dragons Insider, one of the host of Quinty Manson, Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome our friends watching us on ORN TV and also on, hearing us on local voice on SoundCloud. It feels very odd now that we're doing a podcast now instead of <laughs> three weeks. Free, instead of three weeks, you know. In three weeks. But a lot's happened in oh, three weeks. Oh, boy. Has oh, it? boy. I you mean, know? crazy two weeks of football in the OAA. Uh, we're going to cover the red in a half hour here in the, in the, in the next 30 minutes. Yeah, it's, but we, we, could, talk. We, we could tease it. We could tease it. What ha- is going on in the red? The red's a mess. Mess are just exciting. The rest is the rest exciting. <laughs> when you look at it, of course, you look at, of course, there's some teams that were expected to be yes. where they're at. There's some, there's one team I know that's overrated in there, and then there's oh. and then there's a couple of teams I'm a little head scratch at. Yeah, at one two. But yeah, like you said, we'll get that in a half hour because it deserves it some deserves attention. a ton of attention. Yeah. Um, let's go from the um, let's go to our first division, which is the blue division. Um, and I did like some brief recaps on um. On all these teams, though, if you want to check out my blog, it's at Sammy Semicolon Termina Blogspot.com. I encourage you to read it. Um, let's look at our first team. Um, and it's let's go from the blue to the to the white. You know what I mean? Let's look at the Pontiac Phoenix. First. Yeah. Um first two weeks they lost um forty one out in the Blue Bills, Cranberry King Food at Whistler Stadium. And then last week they um had a tough one to Ferndale losing forty four six last two games. They have been outscored um eighty five to six. Yeah. So when I look at Pontiac, you know, especially for the where this program has been, I think this team is going in the right direction. Even though they got a tough one this week with Avondale Lumen, but I just think Pontiac right now, they're they're in the right direction. They're heading the right direction. Yeah. Uh, it's again we talk about it a thousand times on here: stability, stability, stability. If you get the, a good group of guys in there, you have a stable coaching staff, and you get them, get them on the right track. Good things happen. And right? we talked. We had Coach Chuck. They Corliss got a ways a to couple, go, but we talked to Doug, Coach Chuck Corliss here a couple weeks ago. Yes, the voice of the Dragons, and he said it best. You got to develop that sub varsity, you know, yes. to make sure absolutely that they process up in the varsity level. So when I look at that, it's interesting, you know, Pontiac sits. I mean, like Pontiac. Despite, yeah, they said 0-2, but if they can improve week to week, you know, then they got to keep those kids committed to playing. Correct. He's exactly right. Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Pontiac. Um, I think for them, it's trust in the process. Everything will be fine for them. I think they're going to be fine going forward. Yeah, it's always a bumpy ride to start, right? I mean, oh, we've yeah. seen other programs of with storied histories that have – speed bumps like this too. Oh, regime yeah. changes the whole bit right but this has been like it's been a while it's but been you're rough. you're hoping that like you said you're looking for improvement and that's what everybody's hoping for oh yeah everybody's hoping for it you know um let's now go from pontiac to a team i've really been upset with and that's the royal Ravens. <laughs> you know what happened here's the thing i look at media day i talked to royal oaks assistant yeah i know when i read the, when I read the packet that they gave us at media day, and they said they had inexperience, I thought that was complete bull because they had experience. All they had to do was B, 
Beat Lakeview. Beat Lakeview. St. Clair Shore is Lakeview. Yeah. And here's the thing. They lose 20 to nothing in that game. Mm. 20 to nothing. They've had a on hard... their home field. <laughs> they had a hard time with them the last couple of years. I don't know if it's the wing T that gives them problems. Yeah. But what has happened to this team? If Royal Oak wants to be a playoff team, you got to win these games. They don't. I mean, I can understand them losing to Farmington. I can understand that. But losing to Lakeview, that's inexcusable. On your home field, that's inexcusable. Now they say 0-2, likely going to miss the playoffs again. Um, I don't know where this program's at mentally. I really don't know. They got a big one this week for the curb at Hurley against Berkeley. They have to win that game. But when I look at Royal Oak, this is a team that's in some trouble. I think they're in big, big trouble. You got a must win in week three? Must win in week three. That's that's tough. Yeah. Well, and then the pressure starts building, right? You go, uh uh-oh. And then you start thinking about it. Are you really – are you just – do you think the kids think about it? The coaches are thinking about this, or it's just like we just go play and, like you said, let the process happen and good things happen. Last or... year, Royal Oak beat Berkeley thirty-seven nothing at Royal Oak. Berkeley. Now speaking of Berkeley, you know what I mean. They have played a very brutal schedule. I can understand Coach Sean Shields' team being owned too, but. I mean, like, they played a difficult schedule. Yeah. Royal Oak, on the other hand, I can't understand. I I just cannot figure this team out. What was their second loss? They lost to Farmington Farmington. 49-10. All right. Um, A lot of points. Let's go. Yeah, they've given up a ton. They've given up 69 last two games. 69. Brutal. Um, So when I look at, um, so when I look at Royal, I look at Berkeley now. Let's go from Royal Oak to Berkeley. Okay. Um, the Bears are a team, as I mentioned, played a very tough schedule. 0 and 2. Um just saw that coming. Yeah, not the not the 0 and 2, but we saw Yeah, I saw that coming. Tough. Yeah, tough 0 and 2 slate. Tough schedule. Yeah. Game. Better be ready coming out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, like, so I'm gonna give Berkeley a pass here. I'm gonna give them a pass because they played two difficult teams, two teams that are very good, I think are going to be playoff teams. But, you know, I think, and I think this is going to get them ready for that curve match at Hurley this week. It would not surprise me if Berkeley beats Royal Oak this week. It really wouldn't. Because I think Berkeley has played a more tough schedule. They have played a more, they, they've been, Somewhat competitive, even though they played tougher competition. So I wouldn't press the panic button on the Bears yet. I really wouldn't. So I think Berkeley, I think Berkeley's fine. I really do. Okay. Um, they got to get a W though. They got to get a W. Yeah. They got to win week three. Yeah. I mean, if 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 the theory holds that you play tougher competition improves you, right? It makes you stronger, mm-hmm. better, right? A, a, a better gauge of who you are as a team, right? Oh yeah. It's going to have to start paying off here. Yes, I agree. 
Um, let's look at Ferndale now. Yeah. This is a team that sits one and one. Um looked horrendous against Seahome <laughs> week one at the forest. They lost forty one to six. Ooh, ouch. I had Ferndale ranked seventh to start the year. I had him ranked seventh. Yes. They did bounce back and beat Pontiac forty four to one six. Um last week. But now they're in a must win mode at North Farmington week three. That's going to be tough. Tough, yeah. That's going to be tough. Quality opponent. And especially because Ferndale, the rest of Ferndale's schedule is absolutely brutal. When you look at having to play Farmington, Avondale, um, Allen Park, and then they got and then they close out the air with them, um, Birmingham, Detroit Country Day. Ooh, ouch. That's going to be tough. Yeah. And this is going to be a challenge for them. It's going to be a challenge. They're going to have to knuckle down, that's for sure. I think, Focus yeah. in. They're going to have to knuckle down. I mean, it's going to be a challenge for them. Um, I think that um Berkeley, I think that um Ferndale, if Eric Royal's team can get this W at North Farmington, it's going to be a tough task. Um, I think they could maybe save save their season. This is a game. I think they're in a they're a team that's in a must win mode right now. Ferndale, that's a team that has to win this game. If they don't, I don't know if they can make the playoffs. It's going to be a tough task, but. If there's a f- team that can finish 5-4 in the blue that I can trust possibly getting in the playoffs yeah. right now, it's Ferndale. Really? I think it's Ferndale. Because well, I the, think because they play that schedule they're playing is very brutal. Well, their margin for error has yeah. shrunk it, considerably. It shrunk, time. it shrunk big time after they lost to Seahome. Yeah. It shrunk big time. Um, Let's go to Avondale, the Dale. Yeah. Um, one and one right now. Looked very good against Troy, who looked like... um. Who looked like, who looked completely awful. But that wasn't unexpected. Yeah. 22 nothing that one. Ooh. But they lost a tough one last week, 24-14 to Detroit Renaissance. Um, I'm not pressing the panic button on Corey Bell's team yet. Um, was that as close as the score says? Yeah, the game was close. sometimes to, you don't know. You know, you can't no, tell. No, you don't know. You can't tell. But this is a tough loss for Avondale. Really, really tough loss. Um, so when I look at Avondale, um, this is a team that's got a lot of questions. Um, but I, th- they got, if there's a good thing for them, they got Pontiac this week and they put up 67 last, last year out of them. Yeah. And I feel bad for the kids at Pontiac yeah. having to play them. It seemed like they're the punching bag. You, you, you hate to see I it. Hate to see you it. want comp, you, two teams being competitive against each other. But sometimes reality is what it is. I know. It is what it is. But Avondale, I wouldn't press the panic button on me yet. I really wouldn't. Um, let's go to Farmington. Yeah. They haven't had they're two and Really not a lot of competition. And knocked, who who have they played? Detroit Henry four knocked them off thirty three six. And then last week they just tortured Royal Oak 49-10. Um, so when I look at Farmington, they're just going through the business. Yeah. They, but they haven't been tested yet. I don't know if Ypsilanti Lincoln's going to test them this week. Even though they're they, two and zero, uh, Ypsi Lincoln, the rail splitters coming or are they on the they're road? They're going to Ipsy. Brand new Brand field. New gray turf. Saw that. Great turf, and this was interesting because Lincoln's two and zero, Farmington's two and zero. Lincoln's not knocked off, I believe. Adrian, okay, and knocked off. Um, I think Clinton they knocked off. Okay. They're 2-0. and 
Can't keep track of all those teams down there these days. Who's in what it's league? Hard. It's hard. They bounce around so much. But yeah, that's going to be an interesting could, game. Farmington. It could be very interesting. I still think Farmington's got better athletes than Lincoln, but you never know. Now, if it was a basketball game, we know that's yeah, a mismatch. Yeah. <laughs> but this is not basketball. I don't know if you'd even be discussing it that no, long. No. W yeah. or Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got the leaders in the clubhouse in the blue division. That's the North Farmington Raiders. Yeah. We know what we know. the Harrison connection is really – the Harrison effect is taken at North Farmington. Uh, yeah. They're up to a 2-0 and start. And who have they played? Had to survive Waterford Kettering. Which is thirty five thirty. Surprise. Here's what here's what happened. North Farmington was up thirty five seventeen late. What? And then they scored touch and then they scored touchdowns. Sounds like the Lions. <laughs> yeah. Except the Lions know how to blow games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thankfully for wow. North Farmington, John Burnett saved the day by getting a first down, running out the clock in that game. Huge win for Coach John Hurst yeah. and his team. And then Was that, that on the road? That was at North Farmington. Whoa. They played both their games at home. Kettering now, better than you think? No. Except Kettering just lost a heartbreaker last week to Wild Lake Northern. They lost a heartbreaker last week. So Waterford, you, Waterford Kettering may be better than people think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're they're putting up numbers like that and two tight games for them is a, is a good sign for it them. It is. It's a good sign for them. Um, You know, that Lake Valley is a real mess right now. Yeah, it but is. But Western, <laughs> Western looks like – Wild Lake Western looks – and South Lion look to be the two top teams yeah. in that in that league. Um, and then you look at North Farmington winning against, Ber- against Berkeley, 42-6. Kind of expected. Yeah. Um, so now North Farmington's off the 2-0. and um, First time in a long while. First time since 2016, they're 2-0. and for them. They, ha- they have not made the playoffs in a long while. That's changing this year. You're calling it now? I'm calling it now. North Farmington's playoff team. Even though they got ugly white helmets. Should I? Uh... Yeah. He's calling it. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> North Farmington's a playoff team. It's not even a question. The Farmington schools are playoff teams. Both Farmington and North Farmington. I'm a little concerned about their schedules, though. Because now they're going to have to make that jump from in the playoffs when they make it to Division Two, which is going to be very brutal. You're looking yeah. at teams like Warren D. LaSalle, Oak Park. I mean, yikes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now let's go from the blue to the white. Um... What do you see the blue at right now? Um, do you still think it's North Farmington, Farmington's to lose? Or do you see Avondale, Ferndale possibly make the noise? See, it, this is an interesting start to the season. You, you see teams blowing people out and then struggling. Uh, I, I don't know how to call it. I think it's way too soon. I'm not going to put my toe in that water just yet. I, I, I'll give it one more week. We'll see what happens this week, and then I think, I, I, get an idea. I think we'll get an idea, right? I mean, once you see... Uh, three games in, you see tendencies. How are the injury situation? Is everybody healthy? What's the O look like in the D? And, you know, because we've seen like massive blowouts and no scoring and then tight games. So it's, I think it's still too early for me to even yeah, guess on that sort think. of thing. It's too early to think right now. But yeah, it's. Uh, I still think right now North Farmington's in the. Um, you think they're in the driver's seat? I think they're in the driver's seat right now. Of course, when I updated my new rankings this week, I have North Farmington at six. Okay. I have um, Farmington at nine. But we ch- we talked about North Farmington going, yeah. okay, with what the, the, new, the, the new coaching, the blood. Hur- yeah, with yeah. John Hurston there and the Hawk effect. The, and, uh, yeah, the, 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 the new bodies coming in. And you figure they'd have a transition period where you get rivals are now teammates. 
that's the same thing at Farmington too. Yeah, yeah. I think what's also helped at Farmington is the schedule. Is the schedule's not as strong. Whereas with North Farmington, yeah, they're playing a tough a little bit of a tougher slate, but I think at the end of the day here, you know, it's how those two teams gel, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So that that like we said at the beginning when we we're talking preseason stuff, so that I'm really interested in seeing how that team handles success. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it starts coming in bunches, you know. Yeah. Um, let's go to the white now. Um let's look at Troy. Um <laughs> yikes. Yeah. Forty they've been outscored forty six nothing the last two weeks. Blown out by Troy Athens, forty two nothing last week. Tough sled. Lost twenty two nothing to Avondale. Their homecoming is this week for their home Ooh, opener. Boy, that's Seattle. early. That seems early. I'm going myself and I and I ask myself this on Twitter. What in the blue world is Troy having their homecoming <laughs> early on a home opener? It's super early. It's super early. Yeah. Why? Why would you have that? Could be schedule. Who, it could be made, schedules. Who made that decision? <laughs> who made that administ- Who made that decision? Could be schedules. You never know. Or the gym's booked. Or you they know. Were think, or they were thinking maybe playing Seahome could be an easy win uh, for them. Might be a W. Ah, uh, that's not the case now. I don't see Troy with that schedule they have going forward winning a game. They're having a hard time. Yeah. What did you have them? Oh and nine. So par for the course, yeah. So far, looking good. <laughs> but, I think that's sarcasm, folks. Yeah, it is sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I mean, limping into this, you know, after the second game, just, you know. You not, lose your arch rival. Not, well, I you mean. get destroyed by your arch rival. That happens. It's a, it's a killer. But it's like, if you look just at the, the basics, score a point. Yeah. You know, what, you know. Is it experience? Are they new? You know, a lot of new faces in there, or is it just, you know, not the numbers down? They don't have it, I just know the feeling numbers a team. Are down. Yeah, I know I mean, the numbers like are we've down, seen man. across the board, right? We've seen across the board, but, but yeah, that's tough. That's yeah. Tough. Um, let's go to a team that really deserves to be comical, and that's Rochester. Their defense, sixty to Adams, <laughs> yeah, fifty-three to Oak Park. 113 to 24, they have been outscored. That is that is astonishing. You know, it's, and they play Groves this week, yeah. <laughs> and they still have to play Seahole and Goring Stony Creek. Yeah, and who Groves play last week? Who? Yeah. And what happened? We know what happened. We have a video on that. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. and we're gonna get that in the next uh, 20 minutes or so. Yes. So, but, I mean, there's there's no no way out of this hole. No. I mean. No way out of this thing. Uh-uh. This, Rochester is in a ton of trouble right now. I think they're in a lot of trouble because of the fact that they have not been able to stop somebody. Now, yes, their schedule, and, yeah, they got Groves this week coming up. You still got to play Seahome, Lake Orion, and, um, and Stony Creek. That's brutal. I mean, two running clocks. And, that, and it sounds and, like early. And that game last week against Oak Park, that was at Rochester. Yeah, they get they got problems. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how you fix. They got problems on that over 100 side. points in two games. I mean, <laughs> I, got, I mean, even the scoring, they're having issues on just they, getting points on the board. They put up 24 against Adams. After the fact, you know, I mean, they've got a running clock. They got the yeah. triples in. You know, the third stringers in there. 
I mean, that's usually how it happens, right? I mean, it's. <laughs> it's I know not- we're both shaking our heads. We're going. We were hoping for so much more. I mean, you. I had Rochester High. Yeah, it's start the year. You figure, hey, they're ready to go. And, ready to go, and then all of a sudden, you're off to an old two-star. I knew the schedule would be very difficult early. Yes. But for them to get destroyed this badly? Yeah. That's oh tough. Goodness. Well, you're, you're going to find out, you know, if, with football and other sports, you know, when you're, you're up against some adversity, this is the why you play these games, right? This mm-hmm. is why you participate in sport. You learn life lessons. Not everything in life is going to be a W. No. Right? No. You're going to have more losses than wins Win. sometimes. Right? We've all experienced it throughout our life. You're, this is a character-building moment for this team, right, in Rochester. I'm trying to find some sort of rainbow here for, you know, something. But it's tough for, you know, 15-, 16-, 17-year-olds to go, yeah, okay, this will help me later in life. It will it will because you'll learn that you got to fight through adversity. These these ad, these horrible times they're in right now on that football field, and ultimately it will help them as they move along outside of so. high school. But geez, so. but when you're knee deep in it, dude, it is tough. It's bad. It is bad. Um, let's talk about a team that's been really surprising. It's Troy Athens. Yeah, two and zero for the first time since 2011. They have um. And although, who did they play? Although the schedule has not been um has been a little eh, but they beat <laughs> Detroit Old Redford Academy. Okay. They beat them 33-6, and then they shut out Troy 42-0. I think Coach Billy Keenis has that team in the right direction. The schedule, however, is going to get vicious for them. Yeah. So they had to win these two. They to had to win going. these two yeah. to start fast, you know. Win the ones you should. But this has been a program that's been so used to losing. You know what I mean? They've got a big one. On Friday night at Stony Creek. That's huge. Ooh. And if they win that game, wow. I think Athens would get some respect back. You know? Absolutely. And I think, you know, they've been down for so long. Now, if you're Coach Billy Keenis, you just got to keep that momentum up. You got to keep it up. If they do, you know, if they do, who knows? Could they make, they could make a surprise run. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're scheduled, but their schedule gets tougher from here. Couple wins gives you some confidence. You don't want them to get overconfident. And I talked, you, to, I yeah, talked yeah. to Billy Keenan's immediate. I mean, he said yep. they had to start fast, and they're starting fast yes. right now. <laughs> Coach knows his team, right? He knows his team. He read them right, and he predicted it. Uh, I didn't predict two wins, but he says you got to start fast, and it happened. Yep. The team's. It sounds like he's got his team believing. on the same page and believing. It's true, you know, and I, I like this Athens team. I really yeah. do. I, I think that there's nowhere to go but up for this team. Um, Let's go from Troy Athens to their opponent, Stony Creek. Yeah. Um, Stony Creek's been very competitive. Even though they sit 1-1, one and one, this is a team that should be 2-0 and oh right now. And who do they play? They played Utica Ford, blew them out 35 nothing wow. at Runkle Field, and then last week lost a tough one to Seaholm 2013 at home. So when I look at Stony Creek, I like where Nick Merlo's got that team going. They got a quarterback in Eckhout. I think he's done a really good job of that. Really good job. I got to give Stony Creek's got a program there. Yeah. They have built that culture, the armor of culture. And it is, they, and the entire community at Stony Creek has bought into that culture. Yeah. I think they're going to be fine going forward. You know, they finally have somebody in there <laughs> that is going to get this program in the right direction. 
you know, and Nick Merlo's done a wonderful job. He has put his stamp on the Stony Creek culture, and you're seeing the dividends right now with the Cougars. Yeah. And they're, they're one of those teams that you're like, how are they not winning more, right? You know, over the years, you're like, they should be really doing more than what they have I mean, been. they got a good, I mean, like, you got a good feeder program at yes. heart. You know what I mean? You yeah. got a good, um, you got a good, um, your co- you got great coaches there at yep. Stony Creek. I mean, like, you know. You have the bodies. You have the bodies. They're finally putting it together. Yeah. They're finally doing everything. It wouldn't surprise me in the next three, four years. We're going to be talking a lot about Stony Creek football. We're going to be talking a lot about Stony Creek football. They're that good. I like yeah. the, where that team's going. Interesting game, though. I mean, the- they got to play um, Athens this week. That's huge. At Stony. It should be a fun one. That'll be a fun Rivalry. one. Rivalry. They're not, they're not much of our rivals. Well, they, well, they played last year. Um, Stony Creek won 34-14 last year. Okay. At Athens. A little revenge action, maybe. Be interesting. Yeah. Um, let's go to Seaholm. Yeah. They made the jump from the blue to the white. We th- I was a little concerned about how they would have handled the jump. Yes. Looks like they handled it well. Um, destroyed Ferndale 41-6. Wow. And then um, went and beat Stony Creek in a hard-fought 2013 win um, last week. So when I look at Seaholm, yeah, they're back. They got, I mean, Jim DeWalt's got a ton of talent, a lot of senior experience on that team. Um, first white win since 2016. Wow. First white win since 2016. <laughs> that says a lot. Absolutely. But they still have to figure out their growth problem. They play them later in the year. Um, and then they still got they got to play Adams. So that'll be very interesting there. Their next game is against Troy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We know where that's going. Yeah. Yeah, we know where that's going. On paper and in reality. Yeah. And then... um. Oak Park, um, one yeah. and one, blew out Rochester fifty-three nothing after losing a tough one in the swamp twenty fourteen um, to West Blue. That was a crazy ago. game. It was, and it came down to just a couple mistakes. Mm-hmm. Well, right? Donovan I mean, Edwards had a big touchdown in that game for West Bloomfield, but Oak Park, if they they're starting to gel a little bit, and you look at of course Frank Black starting to develop in that quarterback role there. Um, their offensive line very dangerous. A lot of D1 recruits on that offensive yeah, line. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, um, so this team's really dangerous, Oak Park. They got Groves next week. They got Clarkston this week. It's tough games. These are going to be good games, mm-hmm. man. They're going to be really good games. Yeah, yeah. These are the type of matchups that you go, I, I can't wait to get to Friday night. Mm-hmm. And about, uh, what, 735, 740, you're like flipping for scores and just, yeah. Looking for updates because you want to get that info. Oh yeah, I mean, but um, good games. Oak Park right now starting to roll a little bit, and then Groves, Groves two and zero, knocked off Groves Point South, and and then the West Bluefield. <laughs> yes, we have a video on that. We're gonna show um, we're gonna show in the next segment. You know, when we take our when we take our commercial break. Wow. But Groves right now, despite those ugly new uniforms they wear, <laughs> those are ugly. Those <laughs> uniforms they're wearing are ugly. <laughs> Because they got rid of the green elbows. <laughs> hey, last year's look looked really good on them. New look this year's too plain. So Dude. if I'm Groves Athletic <laughs> Department, bring back those uniforms. 
you do, had last year. Do uniforms bring W's? No, they don't. <laughs> All right. That's funny. So what's your initial thoughts on the white? Yeah, I mean, interesting matchups coming up. Um, you still think Rose Oak Park's still the class of the white? I think so, yeah. I mean, Groves, we've got to keep an eye on Groves. What about Oak Park? Oak, I mean, Oak Park, yes. I, those two, it's it's just very interesting. With Groves knocking off the Lakers, that opens up so many different things that you know you didn't think that was going to happen, but it happened. Yeah. Yes, it was tight, and we'll get into that in the next half hour. But uh, yeah, those two I think are the the ones we got to watch on, watch for. But is uh, t- Groves yeah. is interesting. I, I mean, they've piqued my interest. I am, I'm really in on that. What about Seaholm, Stony Creek? Are those two other ones you got? Yeah, yeah, on? Stony Creek. I'm interested in seeing where they're at. I mean, that's what about Seaholm? They're off to a two and zero start. Seaholm, yes. Um, well, I'm I'm waiting to see on them. And then, of course, you know, Rochester got to keep an eye on, especially how the defense does. We're just hoping that they, yeah, and then are Troy, competitive at and this then point. Troy, we know about them. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's take a break here. Let's talk the red. Coming up here on OI Now. This is the local voice where you can listen to your favorite classic rock songs as well as podcasts created by ONTV and its volunteers. If you're looking for a high school sports update show, we have OAA Now. If you want to hear about some great movies, we have Movies for Dumb Guys. You can also create your own podcast by taking a course with us. For more information, call 248-393-1060. This is Mike Orion's own, the local voice. Call ONTV and get on air. 248-393-1060. Let your voice be heard. Internet radio for all. Call ONTV and get on air. Welcome back to Oi Now here. I'm Sammy here with Ian here. Hey, hey. Um, now we talk about the Red now. Dun, dun, dun. The Red has a lot of drama right now. What a crazy, wild, two weeks. off the rails two weeks. I know. This has been insane. I had, I think I had whiplash from week one, rubbernecking going, what? Who beat whom? And then there were a lot of a lot of shockers. Yeah, um, and then it happened looked, again this second it week. Happened again the second week, of course. Um, but none bigger than what happened to the top project, the top team in the state, preseason top team in the state, West Bluefield. Yes, they lost. They basically gave that game away against Groves. What they gave it away? Give us a little rundown. We saw now. You and I saw some highlights. People saw the may highlights. not have seen or heard. So give them a little rundown of what happened. Groves was controlling the game. They were up seventeen seven late. Then West Bloomfield ended up getting a field goal. Made it seventeen ten. Then on the ensuing kickoff, Makari Page stopped Groves's um kick returner, gets him into the end zone. Fumbles the ball, gets the ball. Gross fumbles the ball, gets <laughs> yeah. it into the end zone for a touchdown. Crazy And we're sequence. tied at 17. Yeah, crazy sequence. So then West Bluefield's defense stops Groves again, forces Groves to punt. And? Then Donovan Edwards, you know, I mean, I mean, like, we didn't see, We didn't see clear video evidence that it happened. No, we didn't see clear the, video evidence. But he thought what? He thought that he touched the ball. Yeah. You know, and then he went back to go get the ball, but then... Missed Not, it. And then he missed it. But by, by the time was, you make that decision, the Groves is on top of him. 
And I talked to Scott Bernstein after that game, and I said, I mean, like, and that's after the game. I'll tell you that one in a minute. But um, Edwards dropped the Edwards fumbled the ball, ball recovered by Groves, and then um, Macari Alexander, Groves' quarterback, found Eli Turner for a um, for a long touchdown right. with 36 seconds to Great go. Great move on the boundary, caught the ball, made a move, and rolled in. I mean, West Bluffy had a chance though with C.J. Harris throwing the hail mary, yeah. but um, it. It, and it, Groves it went up with, what, 36 seconds? 36 seconds to yeah. go in the game, and that was his stunner. Bedlam. And then Bedlam, Bedlam broke out over in the swamp. Crazy. That was shocking. That was – I talked to Scott Bernstein after the game. Yeah, yeah. And he's, it was the most craziest game he's – one of them he's ever <laughs> seen because, because you can't – I mean, like, and I don't, don't know what see, Donovan Edwards was thinking. I yeah. don't know what he was thinking. And you don't see games like that all the time, no, right? I mean, you don't see those. that's why this game is so much fun. Mm-hmm. You don't. You never know what's going to happen. You, you know, and it's crazy, especially in the high school game. I mean, to have a the, a flip of that magnitude, a tale of two emotions. You oh, know, completely. Groves was up seventeen seven late. Then West Bloomfield snatches. And everybody thought, okay, West Blue yeah, is going to yeah, come yeah. and this escape in that game. And then, of course, that my putt, you know, that. And, of course, it's basically telling West Blue gave that game away. That's it, yeah. They gave it away. But you also, know? but you have to give it to Gross for the execution at the end with limited clock, right? I don't know what the timeout situation was or they anything like it. that. Gross has a lot of experience, of course, when you look at Alex. Yeah. And, of course, they've been in the state semifinals in Division II two, two of the last Three years. I right? Mean, they're, no sla- they're, they're no slouch. No. And so, yeah, did West Bloomfield give it away? Potentially. They gave that game away. But did Gross, did Gross give it away? And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's almost like it's hard to say who gave it away and who won it. I, I would go with Groves winning it because teams that give, you know, you might have a muff punt. You might recover it. Mm-hmm. But to actually execute a play and roll into the end zone, you know, I mean, that shows their experience, Sammy. It that's, does. That's playoff medal right there. That's that a, is. They went in with the mindset that this was a playoff game. I'm convinced they did. They did. But I think Ron, Coach Ron Bellamy of West Bloomfield said this very interesting. Yeah, yeah. This might have been the best thing to happen to. Usually is, and it it's early. Is. If you're going to have better to have a loss, correct. It's better to have a loss right now than to go undefeated because. Correct. Because a loss humbles you. Yes. Oh, it wakes you it up. It wakes you up. I think the muff punt hitting the ground woke him up. Because they said, uh-oh, we better be focused and ready well, to and go. I think, you know, I think it was a – and I'm not blaming Donovan Edwards here. No, you know, no. He was um, – I think he had the right intention, you know. I think he was thinking that the ball initially touched him, yeah. and that's why he went back instead of, like, just walking – running away from the ball and poisoning it. Cause yeah. If that if that if that was poisoned, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then West Bloomfield can have the chance to go down the field, probably go kick a field goal yeah. and win the game. So basically But even going down to Gross to that point and fighting back, yeah. Bellamy's correct. Yeah. Because you're going, uh oh, we're not gonna roll everybody. We better get on get yeah. on point here. And that schedule and start West Bloomfield has is very brutal. Yes. They still they got Southfield coming up this week. They still gotta go to Lake Orion. They gotta they have Clarkston in two yeah. weeks and then you got to close out the year with the Catholic League Central fourth place team. Yeah, I mean, that's not an easy slate no, for the not, Lakers. They, they can they can handle their business. We know that, 
But uh, it, it is, how do they respond to this loss? Usually, they respond well. Yes, at least usually, traditionally, they have responded well. Over the last well. couple of years, they, it doesn't phase them. Mm-hmm. They, they regroup because their coach has got them focused. I mean, these kids are on the same page. With I'm not coach. pressing the panic button on no, West no, 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 no. I no, would no. not press the panic button on No, but pat on no. the back to Groves, my word. Yeah, but let's talk to a, about a team that really has me just not in my head. <laughs> and that's. Anti. Yeah. Anti. I mean, here's a team. It was give them give them the setup. What was the first uh, week? The first week for Coach Jim Connolly's team was a game against Clarkston. Yeah. And at the West Bluefield Classic, Raekwon Lee had the game of his life, going for 196 yards and two awesome. touchdowns. Awesome. Anthony Rop had a big game against Clarkston. Yeah. As well. Kristen Fitzpatrick transferred in, had a big game as well, had a touchdown in that one. Looked great. And then Ant- and then Robert Army, another transfer from Detroit <laughs> Renaissance, had a big game as well. Of course, A&T went and beat Clarkson. Yes. Of course, Clarkson, a whole different team this year, of course, when you Still. look at They're playing a sophomore quarterback in Mike DePillo. They got very, they're very inexperienced, especially at linebacker in the secondary. I mean, they... Took advantage of Clarkson's inexperience and also not having Garrett Dillinger in that game. Yeah. They won 28 but, to 14. But still, and you said, was it that close? That game really wasn't that close. It yeah. really wasn't. I mean, A and T just physically and mentally dominated Clarkson, which yeah. was shocking. Surprise. It was that surprising. was the what? Which was right? at the um, kickoff classic. Yeah. So, Southfield goes on the media. Especially these media sites like D Zone and Sports in the D. Yeah. And he, one of the players, they're like, they like to talk, it seems. They like to talk, it seems. They, they do. Yeah. And usually. It never ends up well. It never ends up well. So, <laughs> We've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. Usually yeah, it yeah. never ends up well. No. Um, I looked at one of their players, their linebacker, Jeremiah Piper, especially in the final, um, in the final 20 seconds of that, um, what he said. About Lake Orion. Um, here's what he had to say. Who's this again? Jeremiah Piper, the um, their um linebacker. All right. Uh, courtesy of Sports in the D. Yep. Want to thank you. Uh, thank them for the video. Here we go. Man, they, they went to stage last year. Talk about this competition early in the season. I mean, they hard. They worked hard, man. They gave it their all. Like, we just got the build. You know, every spring, we had that, that last season feeling. Just walking out like, man, not making playoffs. We don't want that no more. But salute to them, though. They work hard. I ain't talking down to none of them. We just talking about Clarkson. That's yep. all it is. So you had a couple big hits in this game, oh, yeah. dog. I think every hit that you had today, everybody was like, whoa. You know, oh, yeah. Just, Talk about what, what you do, what, what, what kind of time you set for this team. I mean, that's all work, you know. I ain't going to talk about it, though, but shout out to my D-line. Everybody's doing their job, though. It's a team yep. defense, you know. Everybody, we're not selfish on the team, you know. It's just not making the play. It's just for the whole team, really. But, uh, yeah, that's just all work. That's all that is. Did captain this year? Oh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. talk about what it's like being a leader on this Southfield team, man. Saying all good stuff. I don't even know how to talk right now. I just feel so good right now. <laughs> Anytime you beat Clarks, then. 28 14, man. Y'all got this win. Y'all got another big touch next week. OAA is a real tough division, man. Just talk about how you want to keep this going. Practice. 
that's the biggest thing. Practice. Keep the intensity up in practice. This whole week of practice, it was just fired up, you know. Practice how you play. We got the results today. That's the biggest thing. Practice how you play. Anything you want to say, man? Hey, man, we ain't going to talk about it. Just see me next week. We're going to show out again. We out at Lake Orion with it. So we'll be there. Stay ready for the show. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad of an interview until he, until that last 20 seconds. Wow, it's Sammy. First of all, <laughs> you're why not making controversy the, out of nothing, are why you? Why would you why would you say that? Uh, well, especially at last 20 seconds. Well, why I, would you say that? Sam, I, I don't know if I, I'm hearing the same thing you are. He's somebody who just came off a big win. I mean, you cannot deny that, no, right? Can't deny big it. win. Smile on this kid's face, right? Huge accomplishment. You beat him. Uh, tough to get through any, get through Clarkson in any any situation, right? Yeah. Then the following week, you know what I and, mean. And he says, "Yeah, Lake Orion's coming up," and they just said, "We're going to take the show on the road," right? Is that what I heard? What did you hear? I thought they were. What did he say? You're, you're feeling that he was saying, "Hey, we're going to do this again up there at Lake Orion." Yeah, I kind of felt that. Yeah. I... Well, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, thanks. Uh, for uh, sports in the D for the audio there. Thank you. Um, but here's the thing: when a, of course, there were a lot of things that were going against a and T in that game. Yeah, the long bus ride up to Lake Orion. Yeah, you got the um, you got the win over Clarkston. You got everybody in the media patting you in the back. It, it, it I know the... Coach, Coach Tim Conley, of course, on State Champs um oh, was podcast. He? he um he called in um talked about how big the win was for his team. Um, and then, and then to go in the Lake Orion and just basically lay an egg. Well, That's what they basically did. I'm not going to say they laid an egg. I'm going to say Lake Orion showed up and smacked them in the mouth. Don't you think? Yeah. I, I mean, say that. they were moving the ball, moving the ball, but that defense for the dragons is real. And, and look at the teams they played. Yes. They played Lapeer. Yeah. Really good team. Yeah. Defense and, of this job. A and T, yeah. They yeah. have they fourteen points the last two games. I they, that's a credit to their defensive coordinator, first year defensive coordinator Ron Powell. Absolutely. Huge and also a huge credit coach John Blackstock for this for um what um game plan, man. Game plan. Absolutely. You know? And now you look at Lake Orion rolling on all cylinders. <laughs> they are starting to roll I, on all I, cylinders. Watching the A and T game and hearing this and you know, there's a possibility, you think, Sam, of the hangover, right? Mm -hmm. They call it the hangover. You win big against, wow. Against you put Clarkson. everything into that, and you you pull it out in, you know, in a, a nice way, good fashion there at home. You're on the road going, yeah, we got this. It's like, oh, we 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 put everything in our basket for Clarkson. Lake Orion's going to be, eh. And they still got to play Clarkson again. Yeah, they play him again, I forgot. But you know what I mean? Don't you think it was kind of a hangover? In a way, yeah, I think there was a hangover. The Dragons were ready because they knew what they were getting into. So anybody takes on Clarkson, you better be ready. Right? Well, I think Clarkson. They opened a lot of eyes. Yeah, they opened a, a lot of eyes. I mean, like A&T, when they beat Clarkson, you know. Yeah. Of course. And then, of course, um, you play Lake Orion. And then yeah. all of a sudden, of course, Lake Orion's not been the same team the last five years. No. And you look now, you look at the Dragons. Now they're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. Yes. And they looked... Poised, yep. At, at all phases, mm -hmm. defense is legit. They played with discipline. 
offensively, an off- offensive line is really amazing. They looked they look really, really, really good. good. And the quarterback, experienced quarterback for Lake Orion, Lake right? Lauer, yep. Didn't make no. silly mistakes. No. He played within himself and basically took what they gave him. Yep. 18, uh, A&T. A&T goes, hey, we're going to make you look downfield. There's nothing there. Why don't I run it? Or we're going, you know what I mean? They worked what was given to them, and they found the seams. They found the passes. I mean, it was just a balanced, balanced attack. And AT&T, uh, AT&T, A&T didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer. It was stunning. And now you got a big matchup this week for Lake Orion going yeah. against Adams. Adams 2-0 two and two right and now. Two undefeated. We don't, we don't know the injury to Anthony Petrino, but he got hurt in that Oxford game. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what happened. I mean, what what's the storyline here? I mean, you got – I thought a and is like, whoa, 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 what happened? Coming into Lake Orion, you're on, wow, geez, what are our chances based on past history with the Dragons, right? Mm-hmm. Well, so- Lake Orion you- had – Good history. Lake Orion's won. Um, That's true. They beat them on the road last year. They beat them on the road last year. They beat them both times at Southfield. And then, of course, A&T, of course, in 2016, controversial game in that yeah. one, um, won that one. Then Lake Orion won last year, 2012. And then, of course, this year just destroyed A&T. Yeah, it was. It wasn't well, even And funny. what was the final again? Just remind 37 everybody. 37 to 7. And it was. Trying to remember how they got the seven. I mean, that was a solid Break drive. Lee, seventy-three yard touchdown. Yeah, run. yeah, it was a bit. It was a breakdown, and they had them. They had them behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. And then, he then just, it was a great run it was a great on the run. right yeah. side down the boundary, and yep. it was really, really. It was a good one. It was talent based. I mean, that guy was flying. I like that kid. I mean, he's only junior. Wow, he's only junior. Talent, very talented. Yeah. Um. So but now, they did. They didn't sniff. Yeah. A score again, yeah. and I think. That's a credit to Powell's defense. They shut down Romp. They shut down Fitzpatrick. They shut down Army. I mean, shut down Raekwon Lee later on. You know what I mean? They, he couldn't they, just couldn't run, run wild, right? I he mean, run wild. he'd get maybe three yards, four yards. He had a couple big ones up the mm-hmm. middle, but those were on broken plays. Yeah. But the design run they didn't the go RPO anywhere. Away. They took it away. They took the RPO away. And that's his passes, it. you know what I noticed on his passes? They were off time a little bit. Yeah. So that's either the defense... The defense, doing its job of disrupting because they put pressure on them, or you know fatigue, or, or fatigue they were just they got rattled or something happened. But or they're not they were not they, they were not on the same page. No. Um. So now let's talk yeah. about other teams around. Yeah. Adams. Yeah. Adam, Adams. We have to talk to Adams. We have to talk yeah. about Adams. Yeah. They're two and zero. Knocked off Rochester sixty to twenty four. Wow. Um. And then last week beat Oxford thirty one seven. That they is... have a senior quarterback in Carl Carter Ferris, um, back from a really gruesome injury he suffered last year against Lakeland in the playoffs. Um, they have a running game now, and I'm Hanky, the running back, the only sophomore, had a really good year last year as a freshman. Um, they have Logan Syke, their fullback, and then of course they, um, and then they have, um, of course Anthony Petrino, the injury there we talked about. Yeah, yeah, that's talked about that, but um. Adams, they run a very odd offense, the Veer offense, which is basically a triple option offense. Which, if you're not ready for it, if you're not ready for it, it can eat you up. You know, and that's what Adams has done the last two weeks against against Rochester and then against Oxford. Yeah. So I think Adams, they're playing well, but this is going to be their test. Yep. 
This will be their test. And last time Adams went to Lake Orion, it was Carter Ferris's breakout game. He was yeah, back at quarterback. He had two touchdowns. Looked really good. Two beautiful good. passes yeah. against Lake Orion in the uh, in that 32-8 blowout in 2017. Yeah. And then last year was a close. It was close, close. game. Uh was it Adams just uh Lake Orion's it, defense just shut him down. They did and uh it was on their inaugural game of the new field and the new all stadium. this stuff. Yeah, boy. So Adams is looking for a little payback, don't you think? They're going to be motivated. Absolutely. They're going to be a little bit they're going to be motivated. Um What do you think this game's we're, we I know we're talking about Lake Orion in terms of A&T. But if you're talking Lake Orion on this, you think with Adams, a win against Adams, what do you think? I I wouldn't press the panic button on both teams, Lake Orion and Adams. If they go, if either if one, one loses, either one loses. Adams has got, I think, a little bit more of a softer schedule considering they still got to play. You've already beat Rochester. You got to play Stony Creek. Yeah. Lake Orion's schedule, you know, they still got to play Oxford. They still got to play West Bluefield. Yeah. I mean, Adams still has to play West Bluefield. Um, but. I think Lake. I think whoever loses this game, I think still in good shape. Yeah, because they're both off the two and zero. Doesn't starts. this make the red like? It makes it's, it. It's all jumbled up. It's like there's no. You, you kind of off balance here, going, "Ooh, mm-hmm. boy, what's going on here?" Mm-hmm. Right. And then we look at other teams. Clarkson's got a big one against Oak Park. They didn't. Yes. They look. They blew out Bloomfield Hills fifty-one-seven. Yeah. Um. So, but we know where Bloomfield Hills is at right now. They're off to an zero-two start. Yeah. I mean, they're struggling. Um, they lost 37-34 to Utica, but then beat um, but then got Ooh, destroyed fifty-one seven. You know, yeah, that, they were destroyed fifty-one seven by Clarkston. So then, what is Clarkston then? You know, you're kind of asking <laughs> what what are they? We're gonna know in the next two weeks because they got Oak Park and West Bluefield, two tough games. Yeah, if they start one and three, they're in some uh, trouble. Well, they also have they don't have a what a ninth game. Or? Running, they don't have a ninth game either, yeah. and their running game is still in flux. Yeah. They, It'll be very interesting how they do against They Oak can't Park. keep losing games. No, because, they cannot. Because uh, what was it? If they have, if they're only eight <laughs> games, they have to win how many? Five. Yeah. They have to win five. You know, and right now, you know, it's going to be a tough task for Clarkson right now. It's going to yeah. be a very tough task. But with it kind of wide, it, wide open, you can't say, well, well you, you got to win lightly. here, you got to win here, or no, you don't have a win here. You, it's almost like, uh, you can't we're take not any, sure. You can't take any team lightly. Yeah. Oxford, they, even though they said 0-2, you know what I mean? That's a big yeah. surprise for me. Yeah. I Consider mean, what ha- what they did last year. What they did last year. Yeah. All, I know they're young, but they're all in two right now. They lost two tough games. They lost 41-14 to Romeo. Romeo. On the and road. And then that's not an easy place to play no, at. Oh, no. And then they lost 31-7 at Adams. That's another tough place to play yeah. at. Yeah. Now they got to play Boopy Hills this week. They should win that game. And then... And then that following week in two weeks, they got to play Lake Orion for their home opener. Yeah. <laughs> and home opener, they're on the road all this time. Yep. Wow. One yeah. thing that I've noticed with Oxford, if you notice their uniforms, they're wearing white pants. Oh. Instead of yellow, which is very odd. Tougher to keep clean. Well, Oxford's <laughs> Owen. Oxford is Owen three. Owen three. When the they white. wear white pants. Uh oh. Superstition. Three. I mean, they lost to Lake Orion in 2012. <laughs> When they wore white pants. And then they lost the last two games in white pants. Jeez, how do you remember that? So <laughs> I think for I think it's time to ditch the white pants and go back to the yellows. I think the yellow pants that Oxford wears, you know, they that should be their permanent pants. You know, that's what that's what that's what Oxford's well known for. Yeah. The yellow Did, pants. And as far as upcoming games, is this a must win for them now? Yes. I think it is. Because 
they have to win this game um, to get some confidence, you know? Yeah. They got a heck of a quarterback in Drew Carpenter. You know, they yeah, got absolutely. a very good quarterback in yes. Drew Carpenter. But, as mentioned, this is a whole different team he's got. I Last think- year, he had a ton of experience. Yeah. But this year, it's been kind of a struggle. And thinking about them, you know, Oxford on the road all these weeks. And the flip side, you think of Lake Orion at home. They were at Lapeer. Well, they're at Lapeer, but they're at home for the next how many weeks? I mean, Two weeks. Yeah. They had right. one last week, and then they're at home this week. Yeah. And so it's Oxford not to have a home game yet is that's kind of rough schedule at the beginning. It's, it's been tough for them, but I think Oxford's going to be fine. I really do. Um, I didn't expect them to get destroyed by Romeo 41-14. No. I, I thought it would. Adams, I thought it would be a little bit closer. I thought, yeah, me too. But I'm not pressing the panic button on the Wildcats. No. I think they're fine. I think that they're going to be okay. Um, so when I look at. So who do we have left? We got West Bloom, we talked about. We talked a yeah. We talked Lake Orion. We talked Clarkston a little bit. We talked Oxford. Um, Bloomfield Hills, we talked a little bit about yeah, yeah. them. Um when you, what's your thoughts on the red right well, now? Are there any players that you're seeing that are just kind of like, like, ooh, wow, you know, anybody standing out to you? I, I see more units. Like I think there's like the, a lot more units. Like Lake Lake Orion's defensive unit, you know. That's to me the surprise of the season so far. A lot of people said Lake Orion's been the surprise of the season. I mean Oh like, really? You know, As when you overall. look at overall. But I'm I'm I was not surprised. I'm not surprised with this team. I don't um, I don't know if I'm surprised. Um it's more of relief of, you know, obviously we live in Lake Orion. This is Orion neighborhood television, and we have kind of a bias. But uh, they look like the teams of old. Yeah. Right? Uh, the strong defense, good O-line, good decision-making, like, don't I, shoot themselves in the foot. And I think that's a huge credit to them. Not a lot of a penalties. Lot of people, a lot of people were talking about, I've been talking about them. I read the Detroit News, read M Live. Of course, yeah. they ranked Lake Orion 9. Um I think a lot of oh, people. Oh, really? Yeah. I ranked, I looked at a lot of them. Um, I looked at the red. If there's a surprise team, obviously you mentioned Lake Orion. Yeah. But when I look at a disappointing team right now, what team are you disappointed with? Who start? Ooh, I don't know if I'm disappointed in anybody really in the red. Maybe, maybe Oxford, you know, for them, Ofer. I thought they at least have one, you know, or. I'm surprised. I mean, Adams is off to a two and zero start as well. Yeah, I'm not really surprised with them doing that. Um, yeah. You know, it, I mean, but a lot of people. I guess also, I guess I'm a, a a quiet at home uh, Adams fan. <laughs> but when you look at you know? others, when you look at other teams like Southfield A and T, um, and we talked about A and T. What do you get with them? They're, they, I don't know what what I'm looking at. Yeah, that's a you hard You take team. down Clarkson in a, in a solid way. against Lake Orion. You fall apart. What are you going to get next week? And now you got West Bloomfield this week for A&T. Yeah. Were they overlooking Lake Orion? I don't think they were overlooking Lake Orion because of um, if they overlook Lake I mean, like, I don't think they were oh, overlooking huh? Lake Orion because especially when you look at the history, of course, yeah. some A&T's loss came in losing two of the last three years to Lake Orion. Um, it's, it, I, it's hard to describe. I mean, I, it really I'm, was. I'm just kind of well, I, I lost mean, for I, words. And then, of course, we know the West Bloomfield um shocker to Groves. Of course, that was a huge shocker. Yeah. Um, 
And then now it puts Groves and Oak Park in the white to basically battle it out for the title yeah, there. Yeah. I mean Groves, I'm I'm really starting to like what they're doing. They got Coach Brandon Flaherty's done a really nice job that yeah, team. Yeah, it's anytime you you've got the medal like that to come back against a, a team like the Lakers, go for it. In the know? swamp. Yeah, especially the swamp. on the road. Yeah, that's not an easy thing that, to do. If they can Rose keep... has not had a home game yet. They're gonna have one this week against Rochester. Wow, wow. Um, I'm gonna do your I'm gonna do um early season picks for um yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do your picks for week three. Um let's go from the blue to the um red. Um wanna get your thoughts um on these games. We talked a little bit about them on the podcast this week. Um our first game, let's go Abbendale Pontiac. Um that game's at Abbendale. Who do you got in that one? Uh Abbendale. Avondale. Yeah. It's, you think it's it, going to be a blowout? Um, I don't really like blowouts, especially on teams that are working their way out from the cellar. But, yeah, I, th- I don't think it's going to be close. I think it'll be Avondale. I think they're going to pull this one out. Um, The curb game. Berkeley, Royal <laughs> Oak. Who do you got in that um, one? Berkeley? I got Berkeley, too. I th- I think the Bears, Um, I think I like Hunter Keating at quarterback. I think. I think it's it's going to be a tight game. I think Sean Shields is going to have a um, he's going to get his first win of the year, and I think Berkeley's taking the curve back. Um, let's see here. We got um, we got Farmington and Ypsilanti Lincoln. Um, yeah, I think the real splitters go down. Yeah, I think Farmington does too. I I like Farmington. New field or no? <laughs> I like Farmington in that one as well. And then of course you have um Ferndale North Farmington. You are you tempted to take the upset or no? Uh, no. You got North Farmington? <laughs> I do. That that that's the one team that I I'm really was interested in, is intrigued in the storyline moving. Mm-hmm. Well, the kids and the division and this you know, the this the uh coaching staff moving up there from Harrison and all that. That's yeah. I, I'm I'm in their bandwagon right now. I got North Farmington. It's gonna be tight. I think Ferndale's gonna battle it out throughout that one. Um let's go to the white. Um let's go to the white. Um we got um Groves and Rochester. Groves. Yeah, how many points do you think Groves is going to uh, put? Tech 50. More than 50? No. I think they're going to put at least more than 50. You think so? I think they're going to put more than 50. I, I, Rochester's they, defense has been just really, really bad. Yeah, lately. but are they air attack? Are they going to just run it down their throat, work the clock a little, get to the running clock, and then go I home? don't know. I, I think they'll. it's under 50. Um, Let's go to... This is probably the most interesting one. You got Seahome and Troy on Troy's homecoming. Seahome. Seahome big? Um, yes. Yeah. Until I see them score some points yeah. down there, the Colts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think probably the most interesting game in the white, you got um you got um Troy Athens Stony Creek. This yeah. is gonna be a good game, I yes, think. I think so too. Um see, I this is one of those I don't know how to call that one. Um I because Seeing Athens rising, they're two and zero. Oh, but the yeah, competition. I'll go, hey, I'm going. Let's go Athens. Why not? I'm going to take Stony Creek because when I look at the that matchup here, Stony Creek at home coming off a really tough loss to um to Seahome, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, and then the red, you got Clarkson Oak Park. Uh, ooh, Oak Park. Um, I got Oak Park. Yep. Um, Lake Orion Adams. <sighs> um. I think Adams comes down to earth. I think the Dragons are going to take them. I think Lake Orion, too. It's going to be close, but I think Dragons are going to take them. Oxford, Bloopy Hills. Um, I think Oxford gets off the Schneid. Yeah, I think so, too. And then, of course, you have West Bloopy, A&T. Who do you got? 
Um, West Bloomfield. I got West Bloomfield at A and T. Um, so any final suggestions? Oh, that's it, dude. I'm good to go. Okay, keep an eye on the blog at TammySemicolonTermineBlogspot.com. I have also released my top 10 teams for other sports as well, so take a look at that as well. Um, this is Sammy Tamina here. I'm going to sign off here. Take care. See you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. See you, everybody. See you next week. See ya.